This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment L L C. Today is Sunday, January 8th. 2023 and in this episode I am going to be going over why I consider why I like The Dark Knight 2008 and The Dark Knight Rises 2012 more than The Batman 2022 before I get into why I like The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises more than The Batman I first want to give my few little positives or things I liked about the Batman 2022. One, is, and this is in no particular order. One is this The Batman 2022 is thoroughly, thoroughly, extensively, fully, thoroughly, thor- thoroughly, extensively, fully a detective story. For so much of this movie, it is a whole detective story that that, that no bat, live action Batman movie did before this, as, as far as detective stuff is concerned. Second thing is the narrator voice, the Bruce Wayne narrator voice, where you hear at some points during the movie Bruce Wayne narrating what's going along during Halloween and in Gotham during his second year uh, as Batman. And then a third thing. After the detective, the detective aspect, detective aspect, and the uh, narrator voice is, I like his bat. I like the bat suit. I like the bat suit, with the exception of those things that are on the arms near the arms and uh, hand there, except for those parts there near the arm wrist. Everything else about the bat suit, I like for the most part. And I like how you know how loud and. And ready the, that Batmobile was when he used it to go chase the penguin. The penguin, uh, which, um, played by, uh, Colin Farrell in all that makeup. So, now, the Batman. The Batman was originally intended to be a Ben Affleck, to be a Ben Affleck project. But, as we know, the solo, be- the solo The Batman Ben Affleck movie never came to be. I don't even think Ben Affleck <clears throat> wants to really be Batman anymore, but he might be in there uh, at some part of the Aquaman sequel or something. But anyway, so those are the things that I actually liked about the Batman, the things I just mentioned. Um, and I just mentioned the part about Affleck, and I mentioned the three three or four things I liked about Batman as the Batman as it was, as, as I saw it. So I saw the Batman back in March of 2022. Um... Directed by Matt Reeves. But now that I went over those positives about the movie itself, I'm gonna go over now why I like the bat the dark why I like the Dark Knight 2008 and the Dark Knight Rises 2012 more than the Batman. So let's get into this. So first of all, there's gonna be seven different categories I'm gonna be going over going over. Seven different categories. 
If you think I left some, if you think I uh, left something out or didn't include something, please let me know. And at this time, I want to excuse me. And at this time, I want to ask you: Do you like the Dark Knight or the Batman more? And also, same for: Do you like the Dark Knight Rises or the Batman more than each other? Which of these movies do you like more than the new Batman from 2022 or these Chris Nolan movies? So, yeah, that's my question for you to ask what you like most or better. Now, I have seven different categories about to compare these movies. Okay? Now, if I left out a category that you think should be included that I didn't think of, please let me know. But I have at least seven that I thought up over the past few days. So, at number one, we're going to be talking about run times. At number one... We're going to be talking about run times. Now, while all three of these movies have long run times, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and The Batman, where The Batman has a run, a run time just a few minutes short of three hours. That's right, The Batman has a run time just a few minutes short of three hours. While The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises are also very long, I don't mind how long The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises are because I it, the story... And the intrigue and the um, pace, the pacing, and the whole going, um, everything about those, uh, well, not so much, not as much with Rises, because Rises goes all over the place with how it is. But the Dark Knight has my attention. The Dark Knight has my attention for its runtime for more, 90, 95% of the time of the runtime, I'm into the Dark Knight, whereas uh, with the Batman 2022, close to three hours, there's so much of the Batman that could have been cut or not not added on as part of the movie because it went on at some parts way too slow, dull and boring in certain parts of the Batman, slow, dull and boring in certain, in certain parts, at least in my opinion, some of the parts of the Batman could have been done without in certain sections. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about the runtime uh, before I went to the next categories. Let me just think. Yeah, so the pacing, the runtime, it just it, it just feels like the Dark Knight goes smoother as for the most of its runtime. But there's something else I left out. I hope it comes back to me soon. Uh, let me just think for a sec. I'm drawing a blank, but I hope it comes back to me soon, because sometimes I forget the thought of things. Alright, let's see. It'll come back to me too soon. But long story short, uh, hopefully. Long story short, I found the run times of both The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises to go in a way that... The, the viewer, the audience, has it felt better than how it is uh, overall in the Bat than in the Batman. I hope I remember what I was forgetting about. But in the meantime, anyway, category two. So after one was run times. And again, let me know what other categories or topics of this I may have left out, and tell me which bat which Batman movie is your favorite. All right, let's go to the next. Uh, while I try to think of what the other thing was about it all, let's jump now to the second category, which is humor. Now, Chris Nolan, Christopher Nolan is not exactly known for humor, but like, I didn't really see any humor 
really of any kind for the, as far as I know in the Batman but even though Chris Nolan in the Dark Knight trilogy um, isn't exactly known for humor a- as well there are bits and pieces of sly subtle humor in both Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises but I don't think you really get that at all um, as, as far as I as far as I can see in the Batman 2022. So we got the runtime talked about. The I thought the runtimes of Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises went overall better than in the Batman. And the humor, while Christopher Nolan's not known for it, the humor in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises happens to be going out in a way more so than no humor really in uh, the Batman. I'm trying to think what that other thing was about the runtime. Uh, let me see. Yeah, in Dark, it just like in Dark Knight, you kept engaged with the runtime for the most part, except for maybe one or two, other, one two scenes. But for the majority of them, that was pretty well. Oh, now now I remembered. It wasn't about runtime, but back to the Batman. In addition to liking the bad suit, in the Batman. Oh, I just had it. Let me think of it again. Hold on. Oh, that he, that Batman is Batman in like nine, like 90 per, 90 or 95 percent of the Batman. He's the Batman as the Batman, um, as opposed to, uh, being his Bruce Wayne self. He's so much, it's a detective story. It's got a, the narrating voice of him and the bat suit minus the parts in the arms, but he is Batman for the majority of 99 percent, 90, 90 to 95 percent of the movie. He's all the the Batman. All right, I already mentioned all what I had to say about the runtimes. And again, let me know any categories I might miss of these seven to add on to, that I, that you guys thought of that I didn't. Uh, number two is humor. Runtimes I thought were better in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, and the humor. Well, a little bit, and Chris Nolan, Christopher Nolan's not known for it. There's subtle bits of little bunch of humor in in Chris Nolan's movies in some kind of way. All right, now we're going to jump now to the third category. Now that I mentioned that Batman is Batman for the majority of the Batman, which was another 3.5 or a four-part positive about that. All right, now, the third category I have of the seven is called villains. Villains, bad guys, villains. The third category is villains. Okay, for me, the villain of the Riddler, for me, the villain of the Riddler in the Batman, I think he was like way over the top, way too, I mean, I think he was intended to be like seven, seven-ish, or however you say those, I think that's kind of what he, they were, that was the way he was supposed to be, but like, he, he to me, the Riddler had, well, he he had the clues and everything, but to me, um, other represent, representations of Riddler in the past, I, I kind of connected to more. Um, I did like uh, Jim Carrey. I liked Jim Carrey as the Riddler in Batman Forever, and I even like the Riddler that is portrayed in the Gotham TV show. The Gotham t- TV show Riddler, I also, while he killed also, I related to him more, but I just didn't feel um, Paul Dano as the Riddler in this. As far as villains are concerned, um, it was somewhat, um, it was somewhat interesting and watch, watch out for with, um, Colin Farrell and all the makeup on how he was, um, on how he was the, uh, the penguin, but I didn't care for the most part of, um, the Riddler and the Batman. And 
I didn't really care for um, Selena Kyle in this one. I'll get I'll get to more about Selena Kyle Catwoman in a bit. But yeah, I just didn't really like the Riddler in this. Uh, at least for the most part, I thought it was just overdone and blah and just like I'll get more into this. Well, let me get let me say it now. With the Riddler, bat the Batman in this movie, the Batman and the Riddler don't actually meet each other till quite well into the end of the movie, close to the end of the movie. Whereas in these other movies, the villains are met at times before the ending. Um like somewhere in the middle. Like y- you meet uh you meet the Joker in the middle of the Dark Knight with Batman. You meet Bane in the middle of the Dark Knight Rises with Batman. You meet... Uh, and even, and even in the other movies, you've met the villains before the end. But here, I get, maybe that's what they were going for also. But yeah, at the end of the Batman, he, they did, the, the Batman and the Riddler did not meet each other till close to the end. And there was like a screen blocking them from really talking. Like a, a, a screen, uh, door thing. So you couldn't really see them really get together. Like how they were open and free in the, uh, interaction in like the interrogation scene of the Dark Knight. And also, I thought when they added the Joker at the end of the Batman to be next to the Riddler in that part there in asylum in the asylum, that was really extra, really not needed. And I don't know if that bat if that Joker's coming back or not. But um, so yeah, I mentioned uh, Riddler, Penguin. Penguin was okay. He was all right ish, but didn't care for Penguin. Get, I'll get to more about Selena Kyle in a bit, and didn't care for the Joker there thing at the end, and that the villain wasn't met in the middle. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Batman met the Penguin a few different times, but but he didn't really meet the the Riddler till the end, and that's all about the villain section. All right. All right. So first we went over run. So one we went over run times. Two we went over humor, or lack thereof, in the Batman, but had some bit in the. Dark Knight trilogy of Chris Nolan, and then villains. We went over a bit about those. Um, okay, there's. Oh yeah, when they, you know, of course we have uh, Harvey Dent, Two Face in the Dark Knight. Though he should have been more. He should have been more in the Dark Knight. Also, in my opinion, not so little towards the end. But um, two more things about villains before I move on to the next category. First thing I want to say is I preferred. I personally have preferred uh, Anne Hathaway's Selena Kyle Catwoman. I preferred Selena Kyle's Selena Kyle's uh, Selena Kyle and Catwoman from uh, Anne Hathaway in Dark Knight Rises more so than um, who the woman that played uh, Selena Kyle in Dark in the Batman. Um, and I'll get to the reasons why if, in a few categories from now. But overall, I prefer uh, the Anne Hathaway Selena Kyle Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises. I thought. Um, I, I, she was more pleasing to me in the eyes and how, how she represented the character overall, even with some things. And a lot of uh, Selena Kyle Catwoman's quotes in The Dark Knight Rises, I also like how she did the quotes and lines she did and the costume and just overall how she was in comparing the two women of, of the case for that. And then the last thing I want to mention about villains is... Okay, in the Dark Knight, and I thought this is very subtle also. In the Dark Knight, this is very subtle, but very well done in the small little way it was put out. And that is, okay, we mentioned how Paul Dano, okay, is the Riddler, the killer, serial killer, uh, seven-like Riddler, um, in the Batman, how it's portrayed. In a, in really well how the detective stuff all is, the Riddler, uh, um, 
is how the Riddler is now in the Batman, but in certain, in like two or three scenes in the Dark Knight, as the majority, of course, the majority villain there, uh, Batty is the Joker, and then, uh, uh, Harvey Dent Toothpaste should have been more of him Toothpaste towards the end but wasn't as much as he should be but one part um, in this one character having an interaction with uh, Lucius Fox this one character having interaction with Lucius Fox at one point talking about all the toys and the Batmobile and all these things and wanting to um, wanting to ask for a lot of money about it the character I'm talking about is Coleman Reese Coleman Reese in The Dark Knight I just want to see real quick who that was played by but Coleman Reese in The Dark Knight is that some people say in some ways Coleman Reese in The Dark Knight some have said or it was said somewhere where possibly Coleman Reese is the Chris Nolan Dark Knight trilogy version of of the Riddler in the way that what he was trying to do to Batman Bruce Wayne in the Dark Knight was um was kind of like the Chris Nolan was kind of like the Chris Nolan version of what the Riddler would be inside of the Dark Knight Um, which I thought was a subtle way of that character kind of being representative that if that was possibly a way of it being Coleman Reese where's Coleman Reese at hold on a sec ah Coleman Reese is played by Joshua Joshua Harto Joshua Harto okay so that's who that is, right. Oh, he's also in Iron Man and Bridge of Spies. Okay, so, we just reached 18 minutes in, just to keep track of the time. We're 18 minutes in. Okay, so, some have said, or sometime, somehow it's represented in some ways, that Coleman Reese is the Chris Nolan version of the, of the Riddler inside of the Dark Knight, which I think might have something to it. It might be something like that. Oh, another one more positive, a fifth or sixth positive I want to mention, kind of, maybe for some, to me at least, of The Batman, The Batman 2022. I did like, I did like, um, Gordon in The Batman, played by, I did like, what is the name, hold on a sec. I did, I did like Jeffrey Wright, I, yes, his name, I did like Jeffrey Wright as Gordon in the Batman, but overall, I still have to say that I still like Gary Oldman, I still like Gary Oldman more as Gordon, but, but I still thought that, um, that, uh, that Gordon was also good in the Batman. Okay. Alright, so next. 
Next, we're going to talk about Bruce Wayne in, bo in both The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises to Bruce Wayne um, in The Batman. Okay, so real quick, in The Batman, Bruce Wayne was... He was much, so much a loner than any other type of movie or represent, rep, representation beforehand. Bruce Wayne in The Batman was barely Bruce Wayne at all. He, while I liked he was Batman for the most of it, he didn't really have a character or a way to play Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne in The Batman. Maybe, maybe that's the way he was meant again also. Maybe he's more of Bruce Wayne in a possible The Batman sequel. But overall, I'd have to say his Bruce Wayne was very low energy very weak not really was any kind of a bruce wayne of much inside of the batman so, whereas in um the dark knight movies chris nolan dark knight movies the uh the bruce wayne he plays is different for the public and also different to just um people he's close to and then he's Batman, so he had like three different ways of being Batman and two Bruce Waynes, or Batman and two humans, and, uh, but, whereas, and again, maybe this is the way it was intended, but, the Bruce Wayne in The Batman is barely, barely a Bruce Wayne at all, Qu quite, quite unrecognizable, unrecognizable as a, um, as a Bruce Wayne of any kind, at least to me, inside of the Batman. Um, one more thing I want to say about the Batman, before I move on to my next topic points, bullet points, is that... I did originally in March, last March 2022, give The Batman a positive review. I forget what letter grade I gave it, but I know, I believe I gave it, um, I gave, it was like a 40 or 45 minute review, and I overall gave it a positive, uplifting, high review in March, but ha again, hearing these things and why I like The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises more, I guess my overall thoughts and opinions and explanations about what I really liked about The Batman when I first saw it has changed and thought uh, more contemplated uh, on why I don't quite like the Batman as much now. It's gone lower since my March 22 uh, opinion uh, thoughts and overall um, case may be for what I thought in March is not the same. What I thought in March of 2022 is not the same as January of 2023. All right, we're now going to segue to a quick commercial break. We're going to have a quick commercial break after the... I've just talked about the Bruce Wayne aspect. Quick commercial break, and then we'll go through points 5, 6, and 7. So here we go. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. 
And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back, and I am talking about why I like the Dark Knight 2008 and Dark Knight Rises 2012 more than the Batman. If there's any topics uh, I didn't think of or something I left out, please let me know. And also let me know, do you prefer Dark Knight to the Batman or Dark Knight Rises to the Batman? Which of these Batman do you prefer from the new ones to the older ones? To the Chris Nolan to the Matt Reeves. We went over so far the run times. Why I like the run times more so in the Chris Nolan ones. Why I like the humor more in the Chris Nolan ones. And what, what the thing about the villains and the thing about Bruce Wayne. And now in point number five, topic five, we're going to talk a little bit about Alfred real quick. The Alfred that's portrayed in The Batman by um, Andy Serkis. Uh, the Al- Andy Serkis Alfred... Didn't really care for how he was Alfred. I thought he was way too young. I thought Andy Serkis was way too young as Alfred. And I didn't like how Bruce Wayne, Batman, uh, uh, Robert Pat- Pattison, Pattison, Robert Pattison, I didn't like how Bruce Wayne, Batman treated Alfred in this movie. Um, I like the Alfred in the Chris Nolan movies or the Tim Burton movies. But I really, I'd have to say the Alfred in the Batman to me is a low-level way that could have been better. And I don't like how Bruce Wayne Batman treats Alfred in this Batman movie at all. So that's what I got to say about all the, bat, all the Alfred parts here. Now that I talk about the Alfred number five, let's jump now to number six, which is a little bit about politics. Now, all of these movies had some form of politics in it, but... I didn't seem to mind the politics of The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises as much as how it pissed me off in The Batman. And I'll go over what I mean by that right now with this. First. Okay, so in The uh, in the Dark Knight, towards the end of The Dark Knight, of course we have the wiretapping, uh, the wiretapping surveillance of the cell phones, which is over millions of people, which wasn't supposed to be a good thing. That, to me, was okay. I didn't seem to mind that for the politic-wise. Again, that was supposed to be, I guess, along the same lines of George W. Bush, Bush 43, with the, uh, with the surveillance, you know, the privacy, uh, the, the, the Patriot Act type of thing. I was okay with that. And then in Dark Knight Rises, it was about the, um, in the Dark Knight Rises, it was about the Wall Street, the money Wall Street stuff which was also shown in the main part of Wall Street, of that stuff, of politics. Didn't seem to mind that as much. And I was okay with how Selena Kyle Catwoman was with Bruce Wayne and Batman, of politics-wise, when she said certain things to him in Dark Knight Rises. Okay with that as well. So the Chris Nolan-like politics of his movies doesn't bother me. It's all right so far. But with The Batman... In the Batman, outside of Batman himself, all the other major, all the other white men in the movie, all the white men were portrayed as bad guys, and and Bruce Wayne Batman might be a self-hating white guy in this, and um, I found the Batman to be with the way it had a lot of stuff going on. I thought the Batman was very woke. Not a good kind of woke, a very bad woke, a very, 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 very negative, bad, bad, low energy, l- really terrible, horrible, like woke. 
the Batman seemed woke. Not in a good way. It was just all out there, woke. The Batman woke. Oh, woke, 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 woke. Woke, the Batman. Then, again, black female mayor? Really? Black female mayor. Which was shown so pol politicky in this two 2022 take. In this 2022 take of the Batman, the way they had the whole white man bad and the black female mayor, it was just a bit too on the nose woke with uh, even with the Riddler stuff and the the internet stream. Uh, it was like intentionally written. It's like intentionally written, intentionally written woke, intentionally written woke in a in a way that. Most people do not want to see politics to this level on how it was uh, in The Batman. Alright, that's what I said with the politics of six. So the seventh category now is the ending. The ending or the third act. The ending, the ending or the third act. So here's what I want to say about the endings and third acts. So, in the ending for The Dark Knight... Batman has to go into that uh, build uh, that building in the one spot and stop the um, stop the uh, the 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 uh, move away the the Joker to the people that were not that were in health stuff. Um, that was that was really well done, neat, really well. And then to talk to uh, then he, then the confrontation from that building then to to the Joker. And then from the Joker to the Harvey Dent Two Face stuff, all of that, and this is all, this is all after the, uh, this is all after the hospital, um, psh, this is all after the hospital, psh, and then also it's after after the part with the boats. I think the boat part wasn't exactly too realistic. I thought one of the sides would have them the other side, but talking about that stuff with the Joker building and the Two Face, all that for the most part, pretty well done. Ending third act for the Dark Knight. Then for Dark Knight Rises, uh, fighting in the snow with all those people, and then Batman and Bane having a second, uh, second, second interaction. Bat Batman and Bane having that second interaction there outside, and the fighting, and Bat Batman gets the one up on him there in that second way, and then into that inside building, and then uh, outside and on his uh, Batcopter to fly away the thing to get out away from Gotham into the water. I thought, oh, that was really well done, especially included with Gordon, Batman and Gordon, with Batman saying who Batman really is on the last time to talk to Gordon like that. Really, really well done and a nice callback to a part of the Batman Begins. So good, good for overall for the most part. Good overall third act ending, ending third acts from both Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. But in The Batman, when the majority of The Batman 2022, for the most part, from the, the longest, from the beginning to almost right till the end, it had, um, well, again, though, runtime, way too long in the way The Batman was, not in a good way, like the Nolans. Uh, the, uh, by the time you get to the third act or ending of The Batman, it doesn't seem to connect or flow or be represented and showcased in a way, at least in my opinion, to how to everything that happened in the Batman up until that time, it seemed a bit rushed on and tacked on. So it would be after after the Batman and Riddler's talk in that uh, screen where they where they can't really get into it. After uh, Riddler's inside there, but has a plan to still have stuff going on. 
Again, wokeness with his baddies going into that whole thing and the black female mayor overdone. Um, him, I, I like the fighting. I like how Batman fights. I like how the Batman fights in the Batman. I'd have to say the fighting in the Batman. I did like, um, as a six or seven thing, I did like the Batman's fighting a bit more than how he fought in the Chris Nolan movies. But uh, overall, the actual third act, so that's good for fighting-wise. But, um... But overall, the ending of the Batman for the third act and ending of the Batman, including them being in the uh, transportation services between Batman and Selena Kyle at the end, that also, again, could have been a better ending. But again, part of those uh, flying uh, transportation scenes were uh, shown, shown a few years ago in the, uh, in the actual take pictures that were shown. But anyway, yeah, the third act of the outside stuff, the lighting of him lighting things up to help the people... That was kind of good. That was nice. That was all right. But overall, that third act doesn't go to the same level of everything before the third act. Whereas I like the third act finals more so in the Chris Nolan movies. So those were my seven categories on why I like the Dark Knight 2008 and the Dark Knight Rises 2012 more than the, the Batman 2022. The categories I thought up to explain all my po points and thoughts are number one, run times. No, number one, run times. Number two, humor. Number two, humor. Number three, villains. Number four, Bruce Wayne. Number five, Alfred. Number six, politics. And number seven, ending in third act. Please let me know if I left anything out that I should have also covered. Um, please let me know, do you prefer the Dark Knight to the Batman? Or the Batman to the Dark Knight? And do you prefer Dark Knight Rises to the Batman? Or the Batman to the Dark Knight Rises? Um, and uh, when would you like a Batman sequel to, the Batman sequel to come out with the Matt Reeves? When do you want that to happen to see what, where else it go, could go from here? So let me know if I let, left anything out as far as categories. That's all I could think of for the moment. But of course, I must. I might have left something out that should have been in there that I couldn't think of. But at least I had these seven categories of runtime humor, villains, Bruce Wayne, Alfred, politics, and ending in third act. Tell me if you think differently. And yeah, that's my bullet point to the topic of this. Uh, thought up. So I hope you. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you maybe learned something from this. And um, so. <clears throat> Support your local movie theater. Support your local movie theater to see movies on the big screen with strangers. There's no other experience like it on the big silver screen. Support your local movie theater to see uh, John Wick Chapter 4 at the end of March or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 this summer, 2000, summer of 2023. I can't wait for both of those movies. Support your local movie theaters as best you can. There's no other way. Because streaming, that's right, because streaming is just not the same. Because streaming online, because on, because streaming online is just not the same. Support your local movie theater into the decade of the 2030s because streaming is just not the same. That's all I have to say about for now about why I like The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises more than The Batman. Let me know if I left anything out. Let me know what else should be included. Tell me what's your favorite. And I will see you in the next podcasts in the right time that they shall be. Oh, yes. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody, everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment L-L-C. Signing out!
Thank you.